Let us begin now, Be'ezra Hashem, the next uh, bracha, which is an important bracha, Es Tzemach David. If I remember correctly, when we gave Shir on the Inyonim of Mashiach, we mentioned, I think it was Rabbi Yosef Salant, if I'm not mistaken, that when he used to make this bracha, Es Tzemach David, in Shemon Esra, three times a day, before he made the bracha, he would stop, he would look around, and then he would say, Es Tzemach David. And they said to him, Rebbe, like, isn't that like a hefstuk or like a Nimrish Manasseh? He said, no, I don't want it to be a bracha levatolos. I just wanted to make sure Mashiach wasn't here before I said the bracha. So, and, and he wasn't a joke. It wasn't an exaggeration. It was be'emes. It was real. We're dealing with a bracha that's a very, very important bracha. A bracha that is a fundamental of our Yiddishkeit. The Rambam counts this as one of the 13 ikrim, right? The Yudgimel ikrim of, uh, of Munan Hashem. And after Rishalayim is built or rebuilt, which is the bracha we mentioned yesterday, the base of Mikdash can now be restored. And the Gemara tells us in the Gilead that Yudzayin that this whole process, after the whole process is done, Malchus base David can then reign. And in this bracha we daven for Mashiach. Now, if a person has a problem, they should recognize that the reason that we have a problem and the reason why it's difficult for us to be able to find a solution to any problem that we have is because we don't have Mashiach. We have an absence of the huge Shechina in the world and specifically in Yerushalayim. So we're davening something very, very special. It's true throughout the history and especially true now over here where we're dealing with, you know, East Sora, where there's a Muhammad and people are putting their lives at risk and there's hostages and there's people dying. It's a very, very sad situation. And of course, we, we don't want Mashiach only for that reason. That's an additional reason to daven for Mashiach is we want the Rabbani Shalom to have a Gilo Ashkina and we want all the problems in the world to end and that happens with Mashiach. And that is one of the things we should really think about in this bracha is the coming of Mashiach, the importance of Mashiach and what Mashiach will do to our lives. And Yiddishkeit in general our connection to Hashem. So we start. The offsprings of your servant David, may you speedily cause to flourish. The Radak explains that Klalisol in Golos is like a tree that's withered down and it leaves like a small shoot sprouting from its trunk. The entire tree is reliant on that shoot to resuscitate it. The same is true, says the Radak, with Golos. We're waiting, we're waiting, well, every single one of us are hopefully waiting for the dynasty of David to bring up Klal Yisrael. Even though in Tanakh we find Menach Mashiach refers to Tzemach, right, the sprout. That's what the Radak says, it refers to it as a sprout. We ask here, Rabbi Shalom, please hurry up the process. We cannot bear to wait so long. One of the Gedolim once said, if I would have known at the end of my life that Mashiach wouldn't have come, I don't think I would have made it through to the end of my life. I just kept me hanging on knowing that any moment Mashiach can come. And by the big tzaddikin, they push it are waiting for Mashiach in a real emistic way. And that's the plan. Claudius Yisrael becomes much better, much more connected. Speed, by the way, is a very important concept to understand pre-Mashiach debt times. There's a Gemara in Avodah Zorah, Daf Ches Amal Alifah. The Gemara tells us that human history spanned 6,000 years. The Ramban explains each millennia represents one day of the six days of creation. The last millennium that we're standing in right now Right, is corresponding to the sixth day, which is Erev Shabbos. The Chavetz Chaim says that one of the clearest indications that Primashiach is speed is like running errands and getting ready right before Shabbos, right? We all know, right, right before Shabbos, we speed up and we're busy and we're running because we've got no time, whatever it is, doesn't make a difference. It's irrelevant what time Shabbos comes in. We're always going to be running. We're always going to be in a rush. And therefore, there's so much going on in the world. The way that news, for example, hits it like literally worldwide within split seconds, everything gets sped up. And the Chavetz Chaim says that means it's a sign that we're very close to the time of Mashiach arriving. The Karnatorim Bishua Secha. 
Enhance his pride through your salvation. The word karunai means literally means a horn. And since the strength and beauty of an animal is generally highlighted by its horn, it's a sign of its glory. Rabbi Schwab Zatzal explains that Mashiach has two roles to play. Number one, to bring order into the world and to overpower the Rishayim. And number two, to be the spiritual influence on Klal Yisrael in order to purify us. Remember that after 120 years, the very first question that we're going to be asked, one of the first questions, is were we actually waiting for Mashiach to come? Did we yearn for his arrival in order to bring us up? And if we're going to, if we're going to answer that in the negative, we're going to be in big trouble from day number one, from nim, minute number one in, 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 up in Shemaim by the base in Shamala. We hope for your salvation all day. The world reflects 12 principles of anticipation from a sheikh every single day. This interesting expression, we hope for your salvation all day. What does that mean? Not every day, only. But we should, our actions should constantly, you know, show that we're always waiting for Hashem. Right? And therefore it should be that this is on the forefront of our mind. We should be busy, of course, fighting for survival, panasa but we don't realize how much we need the goal and how much it will help us. And as we end, Hashem. Masmiach Karen Yeshua, who makes the horn of salvation sprout forth. We are finishing the bracha of Dalming from Mashiach. We end with showing full emunah for Hashem that we trust in Him to bring the gula. Shohanach, by the way, brings, there are two thoughts that everyone should have when you say this bracha at this point right now. What are the two thoughts that you're meant to have in Shemana Ezra? Shohanach Halacha Number one, yearning for salvation is so great that this should be one of the most um, questions, the first ones that we are, uh, that we get asked when we after leave the world. And number two, the Rabbanisham can make this salvation happen so many times throughout the day, we have to constantly hope and realize that every single little thing matters. Now we'll end with this Misa of uh, where he was staying in an inn for the night and in the morning he approached the innkeeper and he asked about the clock on the wall in his room and he explained, I just couldn't sleep because it was ticking so loud the Radishitz has said, I, I, I couldn't sleep. It was partially, it was the noise of the ticking was too loud. Anyone, if, if you recognize this story, I said this by the Heidegger Chosem of Lublin in Poland. But our component, they traced the clock back. It was a so we're not going to go into it. They traced it back to the Chosem of Lublin, who originally had this clock in his study, and it made it over to the innkeeper for whatever reason it was. And since the Chosem was so involved waiting for Mashiach, every single second that the clock was ticking for the Chosem meant it was a second closer to the Geula. So that clock represented the coming of Mashiach and therefore the Radishitz wasn't able to sleep over there and although it's a high level and we're not holding there but we should try on our small level to aspire to this to really yearn and to really wait and to be excited in anticipation of waiting for Mashiach and we hope that is Hashem later today we're going to have Mashiach join us tomorrow for the very important Shema Kaleinu